are gone, milk cows work all day in the fields, milk cows again, eat supper, then go to town and stay past midnight at a meeting of the school board. So God made a farmer. My administration will be focused on three very important words. Jobs, jobs, jobs. He must be a minister, a social worker, a diplomat, a tough guy, and a gentleman. And of course he'll have to be a genius because he'll have to feed a family on a policeman's salary. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. America first. We, the citizens of America, are now joined in a great national effort to rebuild our country and restore its promise for all of our people. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another, or from one party to another. But we are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. Hold on to your seats. Buckle up for safety. You are now entering another dimension with The Scott Adams Show. That's right. My name is Scott Adams. You're listening to The Scott Adams Show. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. Well, if you tuned in yesterday, you would have already known the news today because we got it all right on The Scott Adams Show. So what we did was we said that uh, Hunter Biden was not going to show up, that the FBI is a tool and a corrupt criminal organization that basically uh, made it possible for Hunter Biden's attorney, Abby Lowell, to be able to use the FBI indictment as a shield if and when or when and now has happened that Hunter Biden would violate the order of a subpoena and be held now in contempt of Congress. To which the reaction to that is it's a criminal offense that Hunter Biden will be called before a court and his lawyer, Abby Law, will represent him and he will have to defend himself as to why he violated the subpoena order. And they're going to use the FBI indictment as the mechanism. Hopefully, the judge will see right through this charade and realize that the FBI is corrupt and a criminal organization and not allow them to rig the system and get away with this. It's up to a judge. If I was a judge... In this case, I would say we have a rogue FBI and we can't allow this to stand. We can't allow the FBI to get in the middle of a political political prosecution, even though the prosecution is a criminal prosecution. It's also political. It's very political. 
it involves the president of the United States or the acting president of the United States. And the thing is, is that the Democrats, they knew that all this was going to happen at some point. So what they did was they used Merrick Garland and the DOJ and Christopher Wray and the FBI to go after everything Trump, whether it's the J6 hoax, which we all know J6 was a was an entrapment. It was an entrapment staged by the FBI, just like the FBI staged or entrapped the Whitmer kidnapping, or just like Jesse Smollett faked the lynching, you know, or or all the other Democrat hoaxes, whether it's the Russian hoax or the impeachment. Zelensky call or you the 51 CIA intelligence agencies uh, intelligence members with secret clearances rigging an election on behalf of the government because they don't like Trump because they're globalists because they answer to corporate money Globalist corporate money, globalist corporate media, globalist corporate investors like BlackRock and Vanguard and State Street. It's why the stock market right now is at a record high, 37500 something like that. It's why it's booming right now, because everything really, when it comes to the stock market, is subject to manipulation, insider trading, and a whole host of other things. And so the problem with it is it none of it can be trusted. What can be trusted is real numbers. And right now, people are suffering. People are in debt. The credit card debt is at an all-time high. And people are running out of money. And there's this new legislation that the Democrats have actually put out that I actually support, which is to get hedge fund managers out of the invest uh, property real estate uh, home buying business. And uh, I was going to cover that actually last week, and we had so many other issues that uh, it wasn't it wasn't as pressing. We're going to cover that though. But if you want to look it up, it's a hedge fund uh, housing restriction act or something like that. So Hunter Biden showed up and it was quite the quite theater, you know, it's great theater. And we're going to get to some really great audio here in a minute. And. We knew that he was going to try to take his have his. I talked about. It, I think it was yesterday, before it ever happened. But I said, you know, like Lois Lerner, gets to speak and then plead the fifth, and Hunter Biden's basically going to get to speak and not be held accountable. There's a really great funny clip that I have to share with you today, that just illustrates the point. Perfectly. So we're going to do that. All right. 
I got a bunch of uh, news clips here that I just want to share with you, and then we're going to get on to some stuff, and then we're going to get back to some stuff. So just bear with me a little bit. The show's a little bit disorganized, maybe, but uh, let's take a listen to this. I want to talk to all the partners. I want to talk to Rob Walker, Eric Schwerman, Tony Bobulinski, uh, Jim Biden. All these individuals are important. And then we still want to talk to Hunter Biden, uh, but we'll, we want to talk to them. It's very clear the White House has been uh, obstructing our investigation. I think the message sent today is very loud and clear. We expect them to comply. All right. So one thing I heard was that um, that they got the impeachment inquiry and a full vote, like they got 100% of the Republicans to vote for the impeachment inquiry. And one of the reasons why is because of what uh, Hunter's antics. And Eric Swalwell was right there front and center, standing by Hunter's side on all of this. So, you know, it's kind of interesting um, here, here we go. Let's take a listen to this. Uh, Leah. Oh, we need some volume. Mint standing outside of Capitol Hill. Watch this. I am here to testify at a public hearing today to answer any of the committee's legitimate questions. Republicans do not want an open process where Americans can see their tactics expose their baseless inquiry, or hear what I have to say. Let me state as clearly as I can, my father was not financially involved in my business. All right. Listen to that again. Okay, so my father was not financially involved in my business. He didn't invest in my business. He didn't. Okay, so then, right. There was never a check going from Joe Biden to Hunter. Hunter goes and he says, I had a lot of drug problems. I had major drug problems. I had a lot of uh, the depths of my stuff. Whatever. The thing is, is they're trying to wrap a defense around, you know, I was really messed up on drugs and I did a lot of foolish and stupid things. And my father, you know, I owed him a lot of money and I had a, it was all in loans and but there was no money going to Hunter. They're going to have a problem with that. Where did the money come from? So they're going to try to say that Joe helped his son, and that's what they're doing. They're trying to couch this whole argument around Hunter Biden struggling with drugs. Now he's getting himself back on his feet. He made a lot of mistakes. There was a lot of loans helping him out. But that's not what happened. And that doesn't explain away the wire transfers. And if you're high on quaaludes and you decide to rob a bank, you're still going to get busted for robbing a bank, buddy. So give me a break. You know, if you're driving drunk, I was drunk. I got. I wasn't thinking. I got in my car and I just thought I could do it because I was drunk. That's called drunk driving. Unbelievable. So Peter Ducey was asking, what's her face? Uh, Corrine Jean-Pierre, KJ, KJP. Man, I got to tell you, it looks real. she looks like a, a clown with her like fr- frizzy r- hair that looks like Ronald McDonald. 
Then she's got these eyelids that are lit up with makeup. And she blinks all the time. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm watching a horror film. But no, no, she's she's actually speaking for the president. Um, it's unbelievable what a, what a clown she is. A lying clown to boot. But with her bubblehead, frizzy hair that she put a perm in, and then um, the lit up eyelids blinking. It's almost like she's comical, like she's just a clown. She looks just like a clown. And it's not the way she looks naturally. She's using makeup to make that, pull that off and make that happen. I think the joke is on all of us. It's real. Take a look at it, man. I'll tell you, it's crazy. But here's Peter Ducey asking about the same question. And you start to see this semblance or resemblance, assembly, assembling, resembling, um, the makings of a defense that says my son was high on drugs And eventually we're going to give them a pardon because everybody needs a break in life. That's how they're going to spin this whole thing. And the Democrats are going to just, those uber left wingers are going to buy this hook, line, and sinker. You watch. He said that President Biden was familiar with what his son was going to say on Capitol Hill. If I called my dad and said, I am about to violate a congressional subpoena, he'd probably say, son, you shouldn't do that. Was there any attempt by President Biden to talk about Why didn't, Adam why didn't Joe Biden call your dad Steve? Steve Dees. <laughs> Look, um, I don't have anything else to add. The president was familiar with what um, Hunter was going to say today. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, look, he's proud of his son. He and the first lady are proud of his son, how he's rebuilding his life back. Rebuilding his he's life. He's going to focus on what is needed on the American people. Uh, tries to distract. Yeah, that's that's absolutely crazy. They're they're they are they are trying to make this out like it's a uh, let's see, take a listen to this commentary here. Uh, let's see. Well, yeah, I can't find it. They're they're trying to make it out like you know their defense is going to be that he's just high on drugs, you know, and it, it's that's not going to fly. I was trying to find that commentary. Let's see if this is it. Let's see. Alaska Airlines pilot who was high on magic mushrooms. He was hallucinating and he went and he shut off the engines for the plane. Yeah. 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 That's not a valid legal defense. (laughs) Well, and doesn't Hunter Biden's addiction actually bolster Republicans' arguments that the foreign business partners who were spending millions of dollars to go into business with Hunter Biden weren't spending those millions for Hunter Biden's influence, the crack addict. They were clearly paying for something else. And and you know what? There's an email on his laptop, Maria, that that surfaced. It's on foxnews.com. And it actually shows that he was thinking about doing some type of op-ed because he knew what it was going to look like right when he took the job at Burisma. He knew that this was going to come up, but he decided not to do that for whatever reason. That's a great point. The White House is also responding to Fox's Peter Ducey about... Yeah, so we just heard that. But yeah, that's good commentary there. So, you know, you can't just say, oh, you know, I was high, so... And and why were these people spending millions of dollars with 
a crackhead. Huh? I mean, and they knew it. They definitely knew it. Let's take a listen to this press gaggle. Biden's statement on impeachment inquiry. Instead of doing anything to help make Americans' lives better, they are focused on attacking me with lies, lies. Instead of doing their job on the urgent work that needs to be done, they are choosing to waste time. Oh, my goodness. Are you worried? Are you worried about being impeached? So much being impeached. You ignored it. He ignored that. All right, let's take a listen to this. On this vote, the yeas are two twenty-one and the nays are two twelve. The resolution is adopted. Without objection, the motion to reconsider is laid on the table. That's for the impeachment inquiry, and part of the reason was. Hunter Hunter did uh, you know snubbed his nose at the uh, subpoena, and they're covering up. They're continuing to cover up. That's a cover up, folks. It's a cover up. We're very pleased with the vote today. I think that sent a message loud and clear to the White House. The House has now spoken, and I think pretty loudly, pretty clearly, with every single Republican voting in favor of moving into this official impeachment inquiry phase of our constitutional duty. Uh, to do oversight. All right, so that's that's pretty interesting stuff. Other big news yesterday that happened was Trump 2020 election case halted as SCOTUS weighs immunity, all right? So uh, Jack Smith's case in D.C., with regard to uh, questioning the election, which you're not allowed to do anymore, <laughs> apparently, <laughs> and the J6 stuff, uh, has been delayed. So Jack Smith's not going to get his March date. Shall we say, oops, Jack has, has to kiss his March 4th trial date goodbye. He has all about, he was all about the speedy trial while there are J6ers still waiting for a trial at all. Speedy trials are usually meant for the defendant, not the prosecution. See below. So, so in any case, you know, they're trying to meddle in the election, election interference, right? So Speaker Mike Johnson put this out. It was from last week's Biden and uh, press, press conference or he was giving. Today, the House is voting to formally open an impeachment inquiry into President Biden. The facts don't lie. It's time to get the American people answers. And Can you explain to the Americans, uh, to Americans, submit this impeachment inquiry, why you interacted with so many of your son and brother's foreign business associates? I'm not going to comment that. I did not. And it's just a bunch of lies. You didn't interact with many uh, of their, their business associates? I did not. There's well, lies. One of Hunter Biden's former business partners testified before the House Oversight Committee Monday in a closed-door meeting. Archer testified that Hunter Biden put his father, who was vice president at the time, on speakerphone multiple times during business meetings. Lies. Archer said that Hunter Biden was selling the Biden family brand. In his view, that Joe Biden brought the most value to this brand. It's just a bunch of lies. And in the case of this Ukraine energy firm, Archer testified that he thought the firm would have gone out of business if they didn't have that 
Biden Family Association. Lies. Joe Biden was using multiple false aliases, fake email names, in his dealings about Ukraine during the Obama White House while his son was making money in Ukraine. The evidence is so clear you cannot look away, and the Constitution requires the House to follow the truth where it leads. We have a duty to do this. We cannot stop the process. All right, so I'm loving Mike Johnson right there for putting that out, right? He put that out. He produced it, and he put it out. Oh, but there's a problem. (laughs) So just yesterday, Speaker Ryan, former Speaker Ryan, Paul Ryan, the guy from Fox News, the globalist from Tenio, the guy that hates Trump. Well, Speaker Ryan and Speaker Johnson emerged from the Speaker's suite together. I don't understand it. I just don't. Doesn't Speaker Johnson understand that Speaker Ryan is despised by the Republican Party? Or by every Trump voter and Trump supporter on the planet hates Paul Ryan and what he stands for. All right, I want you all to listen up. This is funny. It's funny. It's good. It drives home exactly what Hunter Biden did yesterday. You have to hear it. So I'm going to play it for you. It says, did you aid and abet him fart well? So so this is uh, <laughs> Eric Swalwell standing there alongside Hunter Biden. You are standing. He apparently has been hired as the the bag man, the boogeyman, you know, the guy that's going to fight to the death and take all the slings and arrows and be the front man for the Democrat Party. He obviously has been the one chosen to engage as interference between the press and Hunter Biden and defend the Bidens. He is now the new um, uh, Adam Schiff of the, you know, clown of the uh, Democrat Party. Knowing full well he has to answer his subpoena, think you both should be in hell, held in contempt. So they're saying that not only will Hunter Biden be held in contempt, but also Eric Swalwell could very well. You know, it was a pretty dumb move, actually, that he did that, that he's supporting a law violation. And this is after he slept with Fang Fang, a Chinese spy, cheating on his whole family and wife. And, uh, you know, this, this is a slime that we have in government right now. This is the slime. We could do better, and we should do better. But voters need to be more proactive and more interactive with their government because their government is failing them. And when that happens, sometimes the people need to be the leaders and lead by example and mentor and guide and make it very clear, communicate what it is that we want from our leadership. 
Why is it rules for thee, but not for me? Democrats obviously are above the law. Imagine if Trump's children did all of this, the circus that would ensue, right? All right, let's take a listen. So Hunter Biden was supposed to testify in front of Congress today. Yeah, a House committee was like, come on down, son. We got some questions for you. Hunter uh, goes all the way down there, doesn't go in the building, doesn't want to do that. He stops on the sidewalk and he's like, hey, uh, somebody bring me a, a podium. I want to have a press conference here while my boy Eric Swalwell looks on lovingly. Dude, that's that's not how it works. That's not how it works. Because when you don't go inside the building and actually answer the questions, uh, that's that's called contempt of, of Congress. And last time I checked, dudes do get arrested for that. I wish other people had these luxuries that Hunter does. Like, can you imagine you, you have to you have to show up for traffic court and instead of going into the building, you just roll up on the sidewalk and go, bring them a podium. I'm going to have a press conference. I might take some questions from some passerbys, but that's about it. I'm not going in. <laughs> After the pre- press conference, I'm going home. I'm out. The world is crazy. It's so true. This is the world we're living in. This is the government. Donald Trump had a field day with this. First talking about you, how Biden wants to renegotiate with Canada, the USMCA, which was a great deal for America. Of course, Biden's going to get paid off to renegotiate it. And the Bidens are going to get rich off of this. We watch. So good, in fact, that uh, what we did with USMCA, it was unbelievable. The deal with USMCA, it's Canada, Mexico. Uh, it's so good that they're trying to renegotiate it. They've gone back to Crooked Joe, and if they give him enough money, I'm sure they'll do it. For him! Did you see uh, Hunter today, right? He went to the wrong place. He went to the Senate <laughs> instead of the House. Everyone's saying, where's Hunter? See, it always gets, where's Hunter? What a, what a two-tier system of justice we have. So good. <laughs> Oh, that's great. That's great. Well, here, um, Marjorie Taylor Greene was asked by Benny Johnson, uh, what about Merrick Garland? You know, because they are rigging this whole thing, right? Their election interference. It used to be that the Department of Justice would have a civil rights division that would, uh, where they would make sure we had free and fair elections, which was part of the civil rights division. Not anymore. Now they are the civil rights violators (laughs) <laughs> that's the DOJ and the FBI. Just like the State Department and the CIA and USAID uh, are all working together to pay people off and kill people and, and assassinate people and overthrow government. And that's all they do. And then work with the private sector and the military industrial complex on cooperation, cooperative efforts to keep their hands off, their fingerprints off the crimes that they're doing. That's that's the State Department. But then you got the Department of Justice. And what they're doing is they're using the FBI to investigate and break people's doors down for political persecution and censor and eavesdrop and and raid and and put you a gunpoint, lock you up without a trial. You know, we used to hear these things about Cuba and the old CCCP, Russia. 
And, uh, you know, we are, we are falling into the same thing. And you know where it stems from? Globalism. Klaus Schwab. The Marxist totalitarians of the world are now running the show through their corporate proxies financed by BlackRock and Vanguard and State Street. But you know what? It's all starting to chip away. Pfizer just reported uh, their, their stock price is lower than it's been in 10 years. Pfizer. What did they do with all the COVID profits? I can't wait till they get sued and I can't wait till they go under. I would love to see it. But uh, let's, let's take a listen to um, whether or not Marjorie Taylor Greene would want to impeach Merrick Garland. Of course, I would love to impeach Merrick Garland. I've already introduced articles of impeachment against him. But again, Benny, we don't have enough Republicans here in Congress that would follow through on a vote like that. It's been hard enough to actually talk them in to voting for an impeachment inquiry today. And will that happen? Final question for you, Congresswoman. I've been told that we have the votes. The whip count is that we will be able to pass the impeachment inquiry today. Um, uh, This is something that should have been easy to do a long time ago, but I'm glad that it finally is happening today. Yes, we're very glad for you. The Leviathan is finally cracking, shaking, and it seems like they're running scared for the first time in a very long time. They're very shook. This was not a, a confident man that gave that little press conference today. This, no, this, not this at was all. Fear. This was fear, clearly. Oh, yeah. Talk he about came Hunter out Biden. and made as many excuses as he could, and he looked terrified. I think that's what I saw. I think that's what the American people saw. He, he looked like such a coward because he did not come into our deposition. But we have serious problems that lie ahead, Benny, uh, for our country. Um, it's a long ways until the next presidential election. And it's a long ways till until we hopefully uh, can control the White House. You know, um, you don't see the Trump kids doing what Hunter Biden did, right? Uh, so, you know, if it was, it would be, you know, all over the news. They don't want to cover this. This is a nightmare for them. So here it says, if you want House Republicans to defund the office of Jack Smith and start impeaching proceedings in Merrick Garland right now, uh, you know, call your congressman, senator. Garland's DOJ offered Hunter Biden a sweetheart deal to avoid triggering an impeachment and criminal charges against Joe Biden. Hmm. Yeah, there's a lot going on here, Uh, but they need to impeach uh, Mayorkas as well. These are criminals that are in the cabinet of the Biden crime family's White House. Dems are setting the bar higher than it is. Biden misusing government influence for family financial gain would be grounds for impeachment. But constitutional scholars say misdeeds need not be crimes. He can be impeached for abusing the public trust and and or acting in manner in a manner incompatible with the office. So, yeah, I mean, the bar is set. So if you have five minutes, the best five minutes in audio today, I think, 
may be Vivek Ramaswamy. He was on CNN. I can't believe they put him on there, but uh, this was retweeted by Vivek. Vivek. Yeah. So it says, too bad for CNN. We'll take the truth on January 6th mainstream. There is clear evidence that there was, at the very least, entrapment of peaceful protesters, similar to the fake Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping plot and countless other cases. The FBI won't admit how many undercover officers were in the field on January 6th. Capitol Police, on one hand, fired rubber bullets and explosives into a peaceful crowd who they then willingly later allowed to enter the Capitol. That doesn't add up, and the actual evidence turns the private the prior narrative upside down. If the deep state is willing to manufacture an insurrection to take down its political opponents, they can do anything. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. Let's take a listen. You know, and just for the moment... Um, the moderator for this discussion on CNN, it wasn't a debate, it was a candidate moderation, a moderated, moderated uh, interview in front of a live crowd. And she wouldn't, she, it was, do you recall, okay, do you recall when Candy Crowley, uh, when uh, Mitt Romney was debating Obama? And they were coming out with the goods and Mitt Romney brought something out, and Candy Crowley said, well, sir, that, that's not been proven, uh, sir. And everybody thought, oh, that was the first time in history when that Candy Crowley from, I think it was CNN, it was the first time in history that somebody, basically the moderator, stepped up and defended the Democrat and prosecuted the Republican for bringing up what we know to be a fact of truth. I forget exactly what the topic was, but it was something that Obama did. I think it was something with um, uh, Benghazi or something like that. Um, but they were basically just, you know, uh, refuting that there were, just because there was no evidence, because the government covered it up, doesn't mean that it's not true. Because you look at the dots on a map and you don't have the evidence that links the dots, but you know that the only way, like, it's, I remember seeing this scene in All the President's Men. And they were like working with the journalistic integrity and ethics. And they were saying basically, if you go to sleep at night and you wake up and there's snow on the ground or there's pu- big, huge puddles you could pretty much assume that it rained or it snowed last night, you know, because of the evidence that's laid before you. Now, you didn't, you were sleeping at the time, so you couldn't really see that it was raining or snowing. But the fact that there was snow on the ground or puddles should tell you everything you need to know about what happened while you were sleeping, that it rained or it snowed, right? So, you know, if you get a sunburn, the sun must have been shining, right? I mean, these are things we just know. So we can connect these dots even if we don't have a firsthand account of the evidence. 
And that's sort of what's in play here is this woman cuts her off, cuts him off Vivek like Candy Crowley did with Mitt Romney, which was the first time that ever happened. Now it's a matter of routine that the journal, the so-called journalists, this media that are paid for by BlackRock and Vanguard and State Street and all the corporations that those organizations control, which are the 90, 90% of the top multinational corporations on the planet. And this is what's going on now. It's routine. And they never do this to Democrats. They only do it to Republicans. And Republicans love getting on CNN now to speak, to throw truth bombs so that in the rare chance it's me and one of these Democrats will just wake up one day and smell the roses. Let's take a listen. You're going to love this exchange. It's going to be phenomenal. So let me ask you about something that you said at the debate last week. You used the phrase inside job to describe what happened on January 6th. The next day, Capitol rioter Alan Hosteller uh, highlighted your comments at his sentencing. He is going to prison for 11 years. Hosteller threatened members of Congress. He brought a hatchet, knives, pepper spray, stun batons, tactical gear to the U.S. Capitol. Are you concerned that a convicted felon like that is now promoting your comments in court? So here's my concern, Abby. And I want to tell you guys where I'm at. If you had told me, it's close to three years ago that January 6, 2021 happened. If you had told me three years ago, back when I was a biotech CEO, not steeped in this world, I was just consuming passive media, but was focused on my world of developing medicines. If you had told me that January 6 was in any way an inside job, the subject of government entrapment, I would have told you that was crazy talk. Fringe conspiracy theory nonsense. I can tell you now, having gone somewhat deep in this, it's not. I mean, the reality is this. We do have a government, first of all, we have to acknowledge that has lied to us systematically over the last several years about the origin of COVID-19, about the Hunter Biden laptop that we were told was false by 51 CIA experts and otherwise before we now know that it was true. You can go straight down the list, the Trump-Russia disinformation collusion hoax, all of it. Now we come to January 6th. The reality is we know that there were federal law enforcement agents in that field. We don't know how many. I think it's Mr. shameful. If, if I may finish this answer, well, let me this just, is, this is I, really I'm gonna, important. I'm going to go ahead and interrupt you here because, because you're I saying know this, that the establishment were, doesn't approve of this message. I know that this, there were federal we agents. Be able to talk about this. You're saying that there were federal this is, agents. This is important to talk about. This, you this are saying there were federal agents in the pad on, on, yes. on January 6th. Yep. There is no evidence that there were federal agents in the crowd on January so, 6th. So why before Congress, when pressed on what the number was, they didn't say they were. You see that? She did exactly what Candy Crowley did with Mitt Romney in his debate with Obama. And the Candy Crowley thing, that was the very first time that ever happened in the history of debates. And now she is acting like a Democrat adversary to the facts. I mean, the facts are the facts and she's wrong about the facts, but she is a moderator. She is, her job is to let him speak his truth. They could fact check later, but to not do that, what she just did and have a debate with him, they don't do it with the Democrats. Let's take, I'm going to repeat that one last bit and, uh, and then we're going to continue on with this. 
there were federal agents in the crowd on January so, 6th. So why, before Congress, when pressed on what the number was, they didn't say there were none? They just couldn't so say there how many you're there were. saying that there's no, that you have not seen ev- any evidence so that we've there seen were, multiple, and so you We've seen multiple informants suggesting that there were. We know people were, we know people were FBI informants who were asking Is there any evidence? May I just finish this and you can come back and question me? Well, let me clarify. I know it's very uncomfortable for you. I'm going to clarify my question I know this is an uncomfortable issue for many people, but we have to do the truth here. I'm going to clarify my question because I want to make sure that you won't let him talk. I understand this deeply. And I told you, I was working three years ago. I'm not there now. Where is the evidence? Yes. Where is the evidence that the government had a plot? An inside job. I, but no, no, I'm going to tell you what inside job is because I'm not going to I'm not violence on January 6th. Where I'm not going to let you put words in my that? mouth. I'm going to put my words in my mouth. And I'm going to tell you what, what I mean by that. Where is the evidence that the government was involved she won't in let him talk. planning or executing January 6th? Where's so I'm going to give you I'm going to give you hard facts. And, and if I may, Abby, I know this is going to be a little uncomfortable, but we're going to we're, we're going to go through this and you can and you can you can push Just back on it. The evidence. And you can push back on that. And let's do this fairly. Why did they suppress footage of now what's been released, 200 hours of footage of shooting rubber bullets into that crowd, shooting tear gas into that crowd. You didn't see that before. You saw what the response was to that. Uh, now you see footage Ms. coming out of actually rolling out the red carpet for Capitol Mr. Police allowing Mr. people in. Again, right through the front the door. The vast majority I mean, of that footage, footage evidence should have been released shows, before, Abby. Mr. Ramaswamy, the vast majority been released of the before. footage shows and my police officers being overrun and, and by case. violent really rioters. That's yeah, what I'm the vast majority of it shows. So what, here's what entrapment you can't is. You can't cherry pick. I'm not cherry picking. If I may cherry pick Abby. If I may finish, Abby. I'm not cherry picking. Examples. To the contrary. To the country, you, you know who cherry picked you know cherry picked the government. That, that is what happened. The government cherry picked twelve hours of footage when there was two hundred hours of footage. Like cherry picking was the government, not me. Release so, the whole thing, and let me let me just finish one thing too, because this is super important as a topic. So when you, I when, think this is a civil libertarian issue of our time. When we Gretchen Whitmer's kidnapping, I want to keep. I want to be really clear on this because it's the same issue in the same FBI, same even part of the FBI. Three people who were in an alleged plot to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer were acquitted at the end of trial. Because it was entrapment. That is, government agents put them up to do something they otherwise wouldn't have done. They gave them credit cards with spending limits of up to $5,000, encouraged them to buy munitions, plan something they weren't otherwise willing to plan. So much so, and I want people at home to know this, especially CNN viewers to know this, is that one of the jurors went to those defendants and apologized afterwards, gave him a hug, apologized, seeing what the government had put a poor guy up to who had to go to some Mexican restaurant across the street to get hot water. These people were exploited with credit cards up to $5,000, FBI agents, putting them up to a kidnapping plot that we were told was true but was entrapment. 14, Same thing with the Capitol Police. People Mr. letting them in freely. Many of those people Mr. then being Mr. charged. Ramaswamy, look, the government cannot I, put you up I to do something and then Mr. charge Ramaswamy, you for Ramaswamy, it. Look, That's wrong. I don't want to have to. To the left or I don't, right, I don't, I don't, don't want to I don't have to interrupt you. I really don't. But I don't want you to mislead the audience here or I'm at not. home. I'm not. I think they've been misled 14, by the mainstream media. 14. So let me ask you. That's crazy, right? That's crazy behavior from a town hall moderator. Unbelievable when you think about it. What kind of world are we living in? Everything that Vivek said just there was truthful. And she basically, without fact, said, we can't let you spread disinformation. And, you know, obviously, I mean, there's so much evidence. And I recall, uh, was it uh, Ted Cruz or someone, I wish I could 
get that. Uh, when, when they were asked, were there, uh, you know, were there FBI personnel dressed up like Trump supporters in the crowd? And the response from the FBI uh, employee, right, you know, the, one of the FBI agents, was, I can't answer that. I'm not, enti- I'm not allowed to answer that. And, uh, you know, so it's it's sort of like you can't have it both ways. She's saying there's no evidence, but yeah, that's because they won't answer the question. Let's see if I can find that. Won't answer um, informants. Uh, yeah, FBI agents. Uh, let's see. wonder if I can get that. Um, yeah, right here. This is it right here. Let's take a listen. To the FBI. How many FBI agents or confidential informants so, actively participated in so, the event? So when CNN says, when CNN says, there's no evidence, listen to this. Of January 6th. Sir, I'm sure you can appreciate that I'd can't go into the specifics of sources and methods. Uh, Did any FBI agents or confidential informants actively participate in the events of January 6th? Yes or no? Sir, I can't, I can't answer that. Did any FBI agents or confidential informants commit crimes of violence on January 6th? I can't answer that, sir. Did any FBI agents or FBI informants actively encourage and incite Crimes of violence on January 6th. Sir, I can't answer that. Ms. Sadburn, who is Ray Epps? I'm aware of the individual, sir. Uh, I don't have the specific background to him. Well, there are a lot of people who are understandably very concerned concerned about Mr. Epps. Well, it gets into a bunch of stuff. Caller, you're on the air. Yeah, good morning, Scott. Hi, Mel. Sorry, I told this friends. Uh, let me just computer off here. Yeah, um, subsequent to all of this, what's going on in, uh, DC with Biden, the Biden crime syndicate, uh, what you just played here, uh, Ted Cruz and this, uh, FBI, uh, uh, uh tool. I mean, uh, the DOJ tool. You know, uh, Mike Johnson, Speaker Mike Johnson was seen with Paul Ryan. The other day, or yesterday, as a matter of fact, the 13th of uh, December together. Now, I wonder what that was all about. You know, Paul Ryan's not anyone to be trusted. He's playing the, he's playing the other side. He's playing for the other, other team. And uh, all, like it says, you know, you got a, you got this uh, impeachment inquiry going on. Uh, they had to vote for the impeachment. Uh, you know, you got President Trump being charged with all these manufactured uh, uh, allegations and charges. Uh Biden's kid, uh, this crackhead, uh, pedophile, uh, creep, uh, going, you know, uh, defying uh, the uh, subpoena to, to appear in front of uh, uh, Congress behind closed doors. Uh, so, I mean, what is Paul Ryan trying? I mean, what's going on with these two? Why is Paul Ryan starting to surface in all of us, you know, and then being being uh, seen uh, with uh, Mike Johnson? Uh, you know, this guy Johnson, he's kind of, uh, you know, yeah, he's got, he's got, uh, the you know, Christian point of view, which he which he tends to uh, play upon, you know, I kind of wonder, you know, 
uh, how, how truthful, I mean, how, how sincere this guy really is uh, to, the, uh, to the MAGA right, to us. I'm, uncer- I'm, uncer- we, I'm uncertain about his pedigree. I'm uncertain about his okay. pedigree. Yeah. That's what I needed to say. That's what I wanted to ask you. I mean, I just well, you know, in Washington, you have the Uniparty uh, that, and and the Uniparty hates Trump because Trump is not part of the Uniparty. Trump broke the mold. They broke the mold when they invented a Donald Trump. I mean, Donald Trump beats to his own drum. He has always done it his way, like Frank Sinatra, and you know, and he's just unique. And that's not something that the government bureaucracy wants. And, you know, that's that's uh, and someone like Donald Trump with his with his power and strength, you know, like there's a lot of talk lately about assassination uh, because they're running out of options for Donald Trump. And a lot of people are talking about that now. Let me add to, add to that what you just said about Donald Trump uh, uh, marching to his own drum. He was brought up in Queens, which was considered to be the boondocks of Manhattan. You weren't in that that uh, wealthy elite crowd in Manhattan. You, if you were on Long Island, Queens, Brooklyn, I mean, that was considered, like you say, uh, uh, Green Acres. You know, uh, uh, yeah, who was uh, anyway? You know, on the show Green Acres. That's what was considered, because if you go out on uh, Sunrise Highway and go out toward the uh, Valley Stream and all that, that was, consi- that was called, that was the Green Acres. And that was just adjacent to Queens, uh, that part of Long Island. Because if you go across the uh, Cross Island Parkway into, into, uh, yeah. into Long yeah, we, Island. Yeah, we got to move it on, though. But, okay. Yeah, but go ahead. Okay, but yeah. But yeah, he, he defied those, those, that elite. When he went into Manhattan, broke that. Right, broke that of course, barrier. he's been he doing it. Him. He's been breaking that mold his whole life, and that's right. that, he's. You know, I always, I always look at it like this: if you, if you ever seen Caddyshack or Back to School, um, with Rodney Dangerfield, those two characters that right. Rodney Dangerfield played, whether it's the Country Club at yeah. Caddyshack. Or the Ivy League school, you know, where he has his name on the building and he's talking about, you know, the, the corrupt mob and, and all the other things you have to deal with, you know, uh, in business. And so business 101, the, the, it's, not, it's not academic. The world is not academic. And, and so, uh, yeah, he's the Rodney Dangerfield character in Caddyshack yes. and back to school. But thank only you, only smarter. But thank you. All right, thanks. All right. So in any case, uh, we got to get back on track because we are running behind. All right. So the office of Democratic Mayor Michelle Wu of Boston is in damage control after sending an invitation to a holiday party for elected officials of color that excluded white people. Huh? How in the world? What? Do these monsters not understand that the Democrat Party that was the KKK that founded the KKK and Margaret Sanger eugenics for black people, um, you know, was no different than Hitler wanting to exterminate Jews. And now, fast forward, you got all these libtards and Ivy League universities wanting to exterminate the Jews. It's come full circle, you know. And she's in Boston, where Harvard is, right? So, I mean, in that, that area, Cambridge. 
But um, in any case, it's just crazy. The Democrats are such racist scumbags. It's not even funny. And how they pull it off is beyond me because they're really not even that bright. I mean, take a listen to this and see if you can understand what Kamala Harris is saying. We all watched. She's in Poland right now. Television coverage of just yesterday. That's on top of everything else that we know and don't know yet based on what we've just been able to see. And because we've seen it or not doesn't mean it hasn't happened. (laughs) But just limited to what we have seen. (laughs) What the heck did she just say? (laughs) It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. So Pfizer, Pfizer, as as I said, is now trading at its lowest level in more than 10 years. All right, I got this uh, black guy here, 36 seconds. He is talking about truth bombs here. The black people are getting off the Democrat plantation and moving over to Team Trump. Listen. Man, another $200 million to Ukraine, that's insane. Hey, yo, Biden, if you was honest, you would have ran your campaign off of America being last. Telling me all this money going to illegal immigrants, all this money going to Ukraine, all this money going to Israel. But what's in it for us? Yo, you got Americans out here that's barely able to survive, but you giving two hundred million of their tax dollars to a foreign country, telling me that you can print money out of thin air, but you got people over here starving. As Tupac said it best, you got money for wars but can't feed the poor. Hey, well, if you voted for Biden, I hope you getting what you wanted. Man, another two hundred million to Ukraine. Yeah, right. So, I'm telling you, man, it's gonna. I think it's gonna be a beatdown in 2024. Democrats are going to have a wake-up call. Well, take a listen to this uh, creepy Joe Biden. Uh, Mr. President, what's your message to people who defy congressional subpoenas? Should they be prosecuted by Justice Department? This was back uh, during the J6 thing. Here's what he had to say about that. Talk to me so much today, you're not going to want to talk to me anymore. Sir, do you... What's your message to people who defy congressional subpoenas on the January 6th committee? I hope that the committee goes after them and uh, holds them accountable. Should they be prosecuted by the Justice Department? I do, yes. So he's saying basically uh, what's good for the goose is good for the gander um, is what I'm saying and hold them accountable. He wanted to hold the J6ers accountable and prosecuted for, you know, violating a congressional subpoena. Hey, how about Sun Hunter? Let's do that too. All right, can't have it both ways. Creepy Joe. Well, look, uh, we're at the end of the Scott Adams Show. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. Be sure to check out magapack.org. Find out how we're advancing America First policies to make America great again. We do it each and every day with this show, promoting truth and common sense. And also, I just want to say, uh, make a donation if you'd like to continue to have the Scott Adams Show commercial-free. Use Red State over at MyPillow.com. And with that, we'll see each other next time on the radio. Goodbye, buddy.